Sportsnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, May 26, 2022, and this is episode number 488 of Barry on Deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Hello. Happy Thursday. I hope your day is going well. Uh, a rough a tumble 24-hour news cycle, a, a sad time in our country, but uh, I'm here to provide a little fun for you today, and yes, heartthrob, right off the rip, had to burp, it is a three-hour Thursday, yeah, baby, for those of you who don't know, maybe you're not a member of the Patreon, uh, but get on that, because uh, the Patreon is, what the hell was that? Patreon's where it's at. Okay, that was weird. Uh, if you're not a member of th- uh, the Patreon, you do not get to participate in 3-Hour Thursday. It is only for Patreon members. So if you want to sign up, go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on Deck. And you will get to um, enjoy a third hour today. And it's always wild and crazy and off the rails and a lot of fun. A lot of these folks in the chat Thank will you. tell you probably the most fun hour of the show in any given week is the third hour on thursdays but welcome to the program we got a lot to get to let me say thank you to some folks here uh dj maddie with the 100 bits right off the rip it's thank you fam uh not even messing around and uh thank you for the 100 bits dj maddie and mimi giving out a gifted sub Thank you, sweetie. I very much appreciate that as well. Uh, you guys know we might as well do it. If you're uh, out there gifting subs and throwing out bits, we always start the show with the chat. For those of you new to this program and don't know what the chat is, it's not the past tense of shit. It is shout outs to the chat. And Joe Hernandez, shout out to you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for the 50 bits, my friend. Uh, much appreciated. Let's do this. Let's get into the chat. Uh, we have not first. Actually, first was Philip Bernard, uh, the heartthrob Rob. And uh, he was in early at 143. And um, he talked shit to Nightbot. And he got in. Uh, but I appreciate you, buddy. I know uh, Philip is GTSS. You guys show Philip some love. Make sure you uh, reach out and just say you're thinking about him. We got a lot of folks GTSS right now. So um, I can't. I. I I never realized, you know, this is, I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way, but you don't realize until you get into a community like what we have here on this program and and through the decade community and the discord and everything else, we all kind of live in our own bubble. You know what I mean? Like if nothing bad is happening to me, then I just think everything's fine. And then you get into this, uh, you know, community like we have and you start seeing 
everybody's stories about what they're going through and, and you start to see it pop up a lot and you're just like, dude, a lot of folks going through a lot of shit. So um, the, I guess the message is be, be, you know, I end every show with be safe, be kind, love each other. You don't know what people are going through. Uh, so, you know, maybe, maybe work on a little patience. Lord knows I need to No, Lord knows I need to be better about it. Um, but I think I've, I decided this too, cause, and I'm not telling you guys not to do it. I'm not telling you, I know it's therapeutic. I want you to do, it. I think I'm going to create a channel for the discord positive vibes only. Cause the lately not lying here, being honest lately, the discord has been kind of depressing. A lot of people, a lot of deckheads going through a lot of shit. And it's just like. I think I want to create a positive vibes channel where only stuff that can post in there is positive. So, you know, if you need a little upbeat something or other, you go to that channel and, and watch it and maybe avoid general or, or somewhere else or the health. Cause man, I'm just like, my heart breaks for a lot of these folks. Um, but we all go through our own. We all have our own crosses to bear. So the saying goes. So uh, positive vibes to one and all. Let's say what's up to the rest of the chat. Alex Villanueva is here. Day one, Donna. Travel, uh, yeah, she said sweet, safe travels, heartthrob. Yeah, he is on the road, uh, GTSS. So y'all, uh, y'all say, uh, say a little prayer if you pray for, uh, heartthrob. Uh, Sandoval, what's up, dude? Good to see you back. He said, it's, I'm new to Twitch, so thanks for tier one. Don't know what the hell that's about. Teach me, please. Um, you know, you get a, you get a few emotes that others don't. If we ever have to lock down the chat because there's bots or something like that, subscribers still get to chat. You don't see ads if I run an ad as a subscriber and, um, there's a few extra small perks, uh, but it's one way uh, of supporting the show. Maybe you don't want to do the Patreon route or, or whatever, but so subscribing is another way to support the show as well. What's up, FJ? Good to see you, buddy. Flip is in. Uh, Chris Reyes is hosting. Thank you, fam. And he said uh, D-Mac was on time. So welcome to D-Mac and the, the Podbean crew. John Dory, Chris Reyes, truck driver Pookie, Eric Resendez, and Titan Hugo. Uh, VB Thank called you. Uno, which is not a thing, but that's all right. Uh, Potch is here. DJ Maddie. Uh, I mentioned Chris Reyes. Let's see. Second page. Who else we got? Rudy Rod with the message of the century. Sanitize. Wash your hands. Social distance. Back up. Like Just give me, move. Give me 50 feet. What was that? Jeff Bell. Uh, the Avs fan with his with his St. Louis Blues uh, icon. I love it. I, uh, or whatever it is. What is that called? Avatar? What's up, Joe Hernandez? And uh, Queen Bee. What's up, CeCe? Lurking. That's good, sweetie. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Who else? Alex Villanueva. Joe Hernandez. Crystal. What's up, Crystal Meth? She said, my surgery is in two weeks. Positive vibes equals nudes. No, it won't be a nudes thing and good luck in your surgery sweetie we're i know again so many of us gtss man and i i just i wish i could help and fix it all for you i really do i wish i could fix everybody's problems i totally would it sucks uh but that's why you got good friends and a good community to rally around you so uh yes we got positive vibes out for you and no that doesn't mean nudes it's just like good stories kind of like when i would run the um on tuesdays i would run what's the dude's name on the road with steve hartman yeah, maybe I need to bring that back. Maybe I need to bring that back. Uh, so are you going to discriminate against bad vibes? Shut up, Flip. Yeah, you know what? I'm team fuck bad vibes. What can I say? What are you, team I love bad vibes, Flip? Can we just say general is the chat, is that channel? The positive vibes channel? No. Because it's just where, you know, people are talking and 
talking about what they're going through. It's uh, general has been sad lately, depressing. I've been avoiding general. I'm like, oh god. So no, I'm gonna make a positive vibes channel. That might just be for me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what else here? Let's see. Oh, Nightbot's here, raggedy bitch. What's up, Stephen Luther? What's up, dude? Teeny Pokey Wallace, so smoking gunner. What's up, Rob? Day six of being held hostage. Oh, at work. Yeah. Enjoy that, buddy. I saw that, DJ Maddie. We're going to cover that as well. Jen, thank you for the 100 bits. Much appreciated. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're in a hype train. Oh, I got to get my shot. What? Sean is banned from the Positive Vibes channel. 100%. Sean <laughs> hates Positive Vibes. Hundred percent, a hundred thousand million percent accurate. Sean definitely hates positive vibes and the positive vibes channel, no doubt. Yo, tab it late. Don't worry about it, Ivan. Don't worry about it at all. Oh, Donna, now that's not a bad idea, but I don't want to just limit general. I mean, if people want to go in there and uh, you know. Tell us what's going on. I'm good with that. If we want to talk positive, general should be general. But yeah, maybe I. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't want the channels to get out of hand. But yeah, we could just leave. Let make a GTSS channel. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Perry likes that idea. Queen B likes that idea. Donna suggested it. Okay. Well, we'll I'll take it under consideration for sure. I gotta thank everybody for the hype train. Stupid ass hat, D Mata. Uh, Joe Hernandez. Oh, let's see. Hold on, hold on. So Mimi did this up. Joe uh, cheered 50 bits. And then he uh, gifted a sub to Alex Villanueva. The hype train started. Crystal threw in 25 bitty bitties. Uh, Rob from So Smoking Gutter Show with 100 bits. Thank you, my friend. Jen, thank you for the 100 bits. Donna, thank you for the 35 bits, sweetie. Mimi with another 50. Perry with 30. Alan with 200. Oh, my God. P. Red with another 50. Oh my god! I pushed. I just. I just pushed my eyeballs into my head. Holy shit! Oh, that looks better. That's. That's good. Like that. Okay, stop. What are y'all clapping for? That ain't that good. Need all that god dang applause. Donna said, "Take a poll. Maybe we'll do a. I'll do a poll on the Discord. I'm not gonna let non-Discord people vote on Discord matters. You know what I'm saying? That's like letting. You know, that's like having a a a, a country." And we just let anybody vote. You know what I mean? It's like you've got this beautiful United States of America. What are you going to let Alabama vote to? I don't think so. All right. Listen. Hey, cheers one and all. Uh, for those of you not GTSS, I'm happy for you. Those of you GTSS, I love you. By the way, for those of you new to the program, maybe don't know, GTSS is going through some shit. So just in case you missed it. Uh, and then just to everybody in general, man, positive vibes. I love you guys. I hope you're having a good day or your day or week improves. I'm so bad at toasts. Um, I need to make up like a catchy one. You know what I mean? Like um, in the mouth and over the tongue. This would have got me drunk faster if I'd have poured it in my bung. No. Okay. Cheers. I don't know. <laughs> Chris Reyes Chris Reyes said no comment Chris Reyes is banned from the discord and uh, <laughs> he has no comment indeed real real 
Lisa with a thousand bits. Holy shit. Now you make me not want to take the, the hat off. That is amazing, Lisa. Thank you so much for your generosity. <laughs> Cece with the free Reyes. Let's, let's, you can't, Cece, you, somebody can't commit a crime and, and be punished for their crime. They'd be like, ah, we got to forgive him for discord murder or discord assault. No, no, that's not how that works. Um, I see some new folks popping in. What's up, Uzi? In the car with my two-year-old, and he just yelled choo-choo for the hype train. What? Hell yeah. Lil' Lil' Uzi is a dickhead. That's what I'm talking about. Crystal said that makes your head look small, or the bill of the hat is massive. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's a weird-shaped hat, and then, yeah, I don't know. It's supposedly a, it's a, it's a conductor's hat, I guess. I don't know. That's what it is. Dimata said today is a very good day. Why so, Dimata? Please share with the class why today is a very good day. Uh, I would love some positivity. Where do I post drunk nudes for positivity? Truck driver Pookie wants to know. Uh, bitch on your OnlyFans or uh, on your Facebook wall. But don't be doing that in the Discord. Nobody wants to see the nasty ass balls. Get out of here. Uh, limit him to only the BOD bar category. Hmm. <sighs> Here's the problem. If I if I lift the ban for that kind of offense, uh, it sets a bad precedent. It just does. Uh, people have to be, be protected, feel protected. It's why white magic is banned from the show because you can't threaten to beat up people. Now, it was ironic that he was involved in it, but on the other end of it on Discord. But no, can't. Uh, oh, Lord Jesus, excuse me. Hey, uh, uh, Ivan, thank you for the 50 bitties, my friend. <laughs> Just in time to end the hype train. Thank you so much, man. And uh, two subs, two gifted subs, excuse me, 1,790 bits. Oh, that's super ironic. Oh, that is super ironic. 1,790 bits on the day that your boy filled in as a guest host on uh, Sports Talk 790 here in Houston, Texas. I joined my guy, Indy Kalu. Uh, I saw somebody say it was good to hear you back on the radio. And thank you for that. I appreciate that. It was good to be back on the airwaves here in Houston, Texas. Uh, for those of you that missed it, yeah, joined, uh, joined my guy Indy Clue for two hours on In the Trenches. I uh, had a great time. Always fun. Indy's a great dude. He's such an easy guy to vibe with and just sit down and talk about, man. He's Or talk about sports with. Just a great dude. Super nice. Uh, a roll with the punches kind of dude. Yeah, we had fun. That two hours flew by, by the way. It's crazy. Uh, Jen said, see, Barry, it's going to be a thing. Well, uh, at this point, this is my thing. Uh, all that other stuff. Uh, uh, his little man graduated. Oh, that's right, Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, congratulations one and all uh, on graduation and making it through another school year uh, with the kiddos. Uh, I know some are graduating elementary. Some are graduating junior high. Some are graduating high school. And I, look, I don't have kids. I have two cats and oh sweet my headphones just died I don't have cats I mean kids I have cats uh, oh this is gonna be super weird with no headphones for a while anyways and uh, look this is probably gonna upset hey right, thanks VB he said he listened I don't think Indy knows what Twitch is yeah he's, he says YouTube it's okay because I'll even tell him it's twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck is my show he's like cool love the YouTube show I'm like, well it's Twitch but you know what it's fine um <laughs> so 
I, I don't have kids. I have cats. And I, I feel like my cats would have graduated at the top of their cat class of like cat obedience school, if that was a thing. And I, I, I'm glad uh, every parent out there uh, that's a decade is proud of their, their kids for graduating. And you should be. But can we talk about elementary school graduation, preschool graduation, pre-K graduation? Oh, I graduated in third grade. No, that's not a thing. Okay, graduating from elementary school is like, it's my birthday week. No, it's not. That's not a thing. Junior high graduation is not a thing. There's two graduations, basically. High school and college. Now, college, you have layers. You could graduate and then get your master's and graduate, get your doctorates and graduate. Ain't nobody getting, uh, look, this is not the equivalent where it's like, oh, little Sarah graduated PK. And then she's going to graduate elementary. And then like, you know, then junior high is like getting your master's. No, no, none of that. None of, no, no, no. Stop all this. Stop all this silliness, parents. Stop it. Stop it. There's no, what do you, what do you, if I try to get a job. So uh, what level of education did you complete? Well, I graduated uh, eighth grade. Excuse me? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I didn't finish high school. Things happened in my family, so I wasn't able to finish. But I do have my eighth grade diploma from Campbell Junior High. Go Gators! They would be like, sir, could you g- gather up all your dumb shit and get the fuck out? Like, that's not a, what? No. I'm sorry. Call me old-fashioned. Uh, exactly. VB said that's like a participation trophy. I'm so glad so many of you are on board with me on this. So glad. Look, Amos is like, hey, what happened to Mr. Positive? Yeah, I'm positive that graduating from elementary school isn't a thing. I'm positive that it's stupid we're giving out eighth grade diplomas. I'm positive that your kids don't even can't even spell pre-K and they're getting a certificate of graduation for that? Come on. What did they even do? I never look when I finished we ones. I didn't get a I didn't get a graduation. Nobody threw me a party. I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, let me move this over because now I'm no longer you know shitting my pants during nap time. I graduated. Jen said, yeah, I don't know who started this shit, but it is what it is. It's the schools. It's the schools. I don't think parents would have started this if I'm being honest. I think this is definitely a schools thing. Because they're probably like, well, we can sell them gowns and pictures. We'll make a little extra money. And then, uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get the parents invested. Just my opinion. But I think, I think saying your kid uh, graduated from elementary school. I mean, I know you guys aren't like, oh, it's just, they don't even know what they're doing. They just, look, mommy, I got some attention on stage. Great. Next time, just join the drama club right like if your kid's an attention whore they don't need to graduate just put them in drama um <laughs> y'all kiss my ass this is not negative vibes this is not negative vibes cc said let parents be proud i'm not saying don't be proud my kid completed grade five. They made it through elementary school. I'm so proud of them. I'm going to take them to Chili's. I'm going to take them to Red Robin. 
I'm going to get them an onion ring volcano and an $89 dry ass hamburger. And then we're on to junior high. I don't need a walking ceremony and a, and a cap and a gown for a fucking third grader. What? <laughs> so now said just signed in already. All, or just signed in already sad. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Karen, the head of the PTO, definitely started this. Well, uh, listen, I think our kids should be graduating because I really need photos for my gram. Yeah, I'm running out of ideas to take pictures of little Janice, so I'm going to need a graduation ceremony. Like, okay. <sighs> we ones, Uzi wants to know is we ones like dinky ones. I mean,. Technically, yes, because Wee Ones is just little kids, so I'm assuming all, all of the Wee Wees are small, as is the case with Dinky Ones, but no, it's not like Wee Ones was a, was a preschool for kids with small dicks. That would be a weird and probably a crime. So no, nice try. Uh, but no, Wee Ones was just like, a, what do they call it? It's not, um, is it preschool? Is it? I don't know what we ones. Look, Google it. The fuck am I? Ask Jeeves. Uh, y'all, <laughs> y'all leave me alone. My firstborn graduated high school yesterday, dude. That's dope, Walt. Congratulations. Now, see, that's what you celebrate. Not my firstborn graduated first grade. Yeah. What? Stop it. I do think. I know this is gonna come. This is gonna be weird. This is gonna. Makes some of you uncomfortable, I'm sure. And then we got to get to some sports. Two pizza. I have a dinky one. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Well, join the club, buddy. Join the club. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that episode, Josh. It was so great. So great. Uh, on your ring volcanoes. Yes. <laughs> All right. All y'all are tweeting about your or chatting about your kids. And I honestly don't care. Um, I mean, I do, but I, I don't, but I think there should be three times when a graduation ceremony happens and we'll work backwards. Now I'll say college, but I'm, or as stated earlier, I think it should be whether you get your PhD or your doctorate, your master's and your, your regular bachelor's degree, right? So you get, I don't even think you should get a graduation ceremony for getting your associate's degree. I got my associate's degree. I didn't even fill out the paperwork. So it's not even official that I have a two-year degree from Lone Star. You know why? Because no one gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. And they got people out here walking on a two-year community college degree. Man, get the fuck. I would rather a, a one-year-old graduation ceremony than a Lone Star community college two-year bullshit that's just all that is an adult high school and you're talking to a guy who that's what I finished. Okay. So don't at me hoes. I don't care about if what you think about my opinion. Now we've got college out of the way. That's cool for graduation high school. Obviously, duh, you're going to go off and be a grown up now. Congratulations. You graduated high school. So we go colleges, high school, and I think we should get uh, a womb graduation ceremony. I think when you graduate from being in the womb to being a baby, 
that's a that's a big deal. That's a that's a huge step in life. Now you're like, I'm breathing on my own. What? Yeah, and then you don't even need a cap and gown because that's gonna be super weird for a for a baby. So all you do is, you know, like when you graduate, they're like, okay, take your tassel. Boop. You can just do the umbilical cord. You can just be like, boop. You know, just you don't need the tassel. You just move the umbilical cord from one side to the other. And then you graduate graduated from uh from the womb. So you get you get you get you get a birth certificate, but I think you should also get like a diploma. Like a womb diploma. And then, yeah. High school, college. And anything in between any of those is bullshit. So feel like you guys are on board with this. Let's talk sports. Turning 21 is also kind of like a graduation. I mean, not really. Oh, damn it. I didn't change out the picture on the headlines. Well, you guys can deal with it. Um, I don't know what to tell you. You're just going to have to deal with the fact that Russell Westbrook's on there, but not mentioned. Here's your sports headlines for the day. The Raiders brought in Colin Kaepernick for a workout. I like it. I think it's interesting. Um, why not? What do you have to lose? Let's see what he's got. A legitimate and real workout, not some bullshit press tour thing. A lot of people were making jokes about how uh, he might be the, the the best quarterback on that team if he make like, okay, it's been so long. Let's just put all the kneeling and all that behind us for a second. Let's just talk about on the field. I think that ship has sailed, if I'm being honest. What's it been, six years? Since the last time Colin Kaepernick was on a football field playing competitive football? I don't know. Here's the thing. Let's be honest, chat. Let's be honest with each other for a second. If it was anybody else but Colin Kaepernick, if this was Jay Cutler, uh, what's a better example? Uh, Philip Rivers, maybe. But six years removed? I don't think anybody's given a quarterback that hasn't played in six years a workout. But I, I think given the circumstances around his departure from the NFL, I, I, it's warranted and it. I understand why we're doing it. But just to... Just give a random ass dude who hasn't played in six years a workout. I mean, I guess if you want to leave no stone unturned, but it just doesn't make a lot of sense. There are others out there, uh, you know, that have played more recently. That might be just as good, even though if you looked at them at their peaks, they weren't as good as Kaepernick at his peak. But six years removed, six years older, six less years of contact football, reading defenses on the field. And the game has evolved, believe it or not, since the last time Cap played. So I I applaud the I applaud the gesture. I applaud the move. I don't think it's the best football decision, but maybe he shows you something, and then you got a redemption story. If that happens, though, let's say Cap makes the team. I think the NFL and HBO needs to immediately pivot and say, sorry, Cardinals, we'll get you next year, and then the Raiders become um, the hard knocks, the in-season hard knocks. Have, you have to do that. You're foolish if you don't. 
I mean, they won't, but man, if Cap makes that team. Paris has six less years of wear and tear also. Eh. Yeah, you're right. You're not going to get wear and tear if you're not playing, but trust me, there's no wear and tear on this body. <laughs> I'm a lot less fit than I was six years ago. I'm in a, a lot worse shape. Not just like, oh, you're fat. No, you're not. What did what did Indy Kalu tell me today? I was um, moderately fat. I think he's what he said. What's up, beer man, Greg? I, but you know, I don't think that that's just because he hasn't had the the bumps and bruises from the last six years. He also hasn't had the reps, and I think that's way bigger. Perry said you could try out too, Truman. No, I don't. I don't know. Besides, if I if I if I if I were to try out for an NFL team, I'm I'm a hundred percent either a linebacker. Okay, I'll just stop. I think pull QBs off the sofa every year to fill roster spots. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, he was blackballed for standing up for what's right. I'd give him a chance. No, I get it. That's why I said I, in this particular case, I understand the circumstances around giving me another shot or another look, which is why a Philip Rivers or somebody else doesn't. Oh, Tooth Pete, you would murder me in an Oklahoma drill. I mean, you know. You're bigger than me. You're bigger, taller. No, and that wasn't like a fat joke. I'm just saying like you're a bigger dude than me. I think. I feel like it. Maybe I'm wrong. How tall are you, Tooth Pete? <laughs> Tooth Pete said my ACL would snap trying to stand up. I literally, I literally just got a cramp just reading Oklahoma Drill and my name in the same sentence. I got a Charlie horse just by reading the chat message, so... Um, Tony said I'd take cap over any Saints QB. No, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Six foot, 800 pounds. Jeez. I, I don't believe one of those. I'm not going to say which one I don't believe. Um, yeah, all right, here's some more headlines. Yankees have placed Giancarlo Stanton on the 10-day IL. Yankees are banged up. BZH420 crying about it in the sports Discord channel. Sorry, bro. Injuries are part of it, fam. Don't know what to tell you. Astros haven't had Lance McCullers. Altuve was out. It was Brantley, like, yeah. Sorry. Can't feel sorry for you, Yankee fans. <laughs> <laughs> Tupi said, okay, you're right. I'm 5'11 and three quarters. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, uh, this, I wasn't going to say it, but. Um... Brandon Gary said, don't be hating on Saints QB's clown. I mean, it's not like it's a, a great squad. Um, NFL Plus, the new streaming service for the NFL. We talked about this on this show a while back, but NFL Plus is going to launch here in July. Five bucks a month. And get this up here. That's what she's. No. Five bucks a month. And you can watch the games in your market that you can already watch. 
I know. Who doesn't want to pay $5 to watch games that they already get to watch for free? What a genius idea by the NFL. Hey, guys, how can we get more money out of fans? Well, look, uh, we've got to have a streaming service. That's a good idea. Everybody's got their, everybody's streaming their product. Why not us, right? Exactly. Uh, what do y'all want to put on it? All the games? What? No. Bobby, sit down. That was a stupid-ass idea. Why would we give them all the games? Let's just give them the games we're already giving them. Bobby's like, but who would, who, who would pay for that? Bobby, they're going to pay for it. But why would they pay for it? Because it's a streaming service. Yeah, but they could just watch those on their cable or wherever they already watch their local channels. They could watch the games. Somebody get Bobby on it. Security. You're fired, Bobby can't work with imbeciles like this i i just what 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 happened who who decided that it would be a good idea to charge us for the shit you're giving us for free it's like the ufc like the ufc charges you and you can go back and watch old fights uh spoiler alert i already know how all these bitches end uh, what i want is if i'm paying you a monthly fee i want a discount on pay-per-views or something do I get any of that? No, you just, you get the, you can order them. The fuck? I can order them anyways. Flip said it's like BOD. <laughs> the difference between the NFL and BOD is BOD isn't already hemorrhaging money. Yes, you can watch for free. And there are plenty that do. There are also plenty that are on Patreon that never watch. But they're supporting me and not necessarily the show, which is a lot different. Because, you know, if daddy don't make money, there's no Barry on deck. If, if, because Nora would be like, okay, you got to get a job and quit playing internet, make no money shit. Understood. Uh, NFL, on the other hand, they're still making money off their games and the advertising. Like, they're... This is just a new revenue stream. That's all. Nasty Nate said, well, what if you don't have cable? How are you watching football now? Get you some rabbit ears. If you don't have cable, you can still watch over the air TV, which is where you can still get NFL games. You don't have to pay cable to get the local channels and the local channels have all the same games that you would get on NFL plus. I don't get it. It's like how WWE does it free. So WWE gives you free pay-per-views if you buy their streaming service. See, that's genius. That's smart. <sighs> P. Rance did a lot. What, does this, what did Patrick say? I paid $159 on the MLB app. It won't let me watch Astros games because it's blacked out in my area. I'm still haggling with these cucks. So let me just ask you this, P. Randizzle, and just try this and report back. But go find a VPN app. Pretty cheap. I think I paid like 50 bucks a year for ExpressVPN, which is really good. Um, 
but get the VPN app. And then what you do is you connect to the VPN app in another city. It could be Dallas. It could be Chicago. It could be Vancouver. And then your IP address, because the way they do that on these, on your smartphones and your apps and really laptops or wherever else is it's geolocated based on the IP address. So wherever your IP address is coming from is where they assume you're at. So like a lot of you guys based in Houston, when you log in on your phone, they give you an IP address and that IP address, they're like, oh, this block is in Houston, Texas. So they do it that way. There's other ways that they can do it as well, but that's usually the way they do it. And I'll give you an example of why I know that. I was driving back from Dallas to Houston and what game was on? There was a game on that was in Dallas. It might have been a Mavs game. might have been a, I don't remember which. But I couldn't, maybe it was, oh, it was Astros Rangers. And I couldn't watch it. Uh, for whatever reason, because I was still in the Dallas Metroplex area. But once I got outside of it, so many, I could watch. And it was all just geolocated. So all you got to do is just get a VPN service. Try that. Yeah. And then you should be good. Like just log it into uh, Dallas or Chicago and then pull up the app and see what it does. Maybe you'd be good. If only there was a way to stream games for free on the internet. I mean, you could do that too. Uh, you can certainly do that. Don't do like my guy Indy Kalu did and just meet some rando at the barber shop and inviting him into your house and let him install fire sticks on the back of your TVs that are that are hacked. That's not smart. Uh Amos said, I wish I got more Saints games here. Those bum ass Texans and Cowboys games, I might pay the five bucks. That's just it. You're not gonna get Saints games here. It's only what's in your local market. So I use real streams. Yeah, the one I use, there's two. Um, let me go to my miscellaneous folder. It's called VIPBoxTV.me. Super sketch sounding. VIPBoxTV.me. Use at your own risk. I don't condone uh, the use of it. Uh, yeah, your mileage may vary. There's also another one, uh, Footy Bite. Footybite.cc. So, anyways, that's the ones I'll use in a pinch. Uh, I've had to use them, allegedly, because Fubo doesn't have TNT. So, if I want to watch uh, the other half of the NBA Got to use that. All right, here's the rest of your sports headlines. Let's get through this because we got a lot of topics that we have not gotten to this week, and we got to get to them all. So NFL Plus launches in July. Good luck with that, NFL. I predict it'll fold by one season. It'll last longer than CNN Plus, but not much. Excuse me. Josh Donaldson has apologized to Jackie Robinson's wife and excuse me, family for his comments to Tim Anderson. I don't know if it was necessary. I think it was the right thing to do. Real question is, has Tim Anderson apologized to Jackie Robinson for the things he's to Jackie Robinson's wife and family for the things he said? That's the real question. Ex-Heisman Trophy winner Ricky Williams 
has officially changed his name. And it is now Eric Minnan. I think so. He took his wife's name, wife's last name, and then his original first name. His name wasn't Eric or Ricky. It was Eric with two R's too. Uh, footybyte.cc. Yes, footybyte.cc. That's correct. Dofu Sports, Apple and Android. Thank me later. I think you told me about that before, Wallace. I think I tried it and like something wouldn't work. I don't remember what, but I think I tried Dofu Sports. I downloaded it and then they were like, hey, we need your blood type. And um, can you try and, uh, you know, just, I don't know. Let us retina scan you, thumbprint, maybe stick your dick in the USB port. I don't know. Like, what? I asked my wife, I was like, can you download? She's like, it just asked me for a pap smear. I'm like, okay, we're not using that app. That's too far. Uh, what's up, Jim on Sports? Good to see you, man. Thanks for joining the program. Thanks for being here. Uh, all right, last uh, headline on the list, unfortunately, Ray Liotta. Dead at the age of 67. Rest in peace to Ray Liotta. I uh, I couldn't name you any other movies that he did outside of what? Uh, was it Goodfellas? And I, I honestly didn't even look up his IMDb. By the way, this is so weird with no headphones. I'm really struggling not hearing myself. It's not even charging. Oh, splendid. It was unplugged. Well, that's why they died so fast. I got to look up his IMDb because I don't, I don't recall. Wasn't, I think he, didn't he start off making like B movies where it was like, you know, Showtime. Um, what's it called? Those, y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, like the B movie Showtime in her eyes or whatever. I don't know. Let's here's his IMDB. Let's pull it all up. Let's take a gander. Because I really I'm sure I'll be like, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. But offhand, y'all know my memory is terrible. Here we go. He's known for Goodfellas, Narc, Revolver, and Something Wild. I mean Goodfellas. That's all that's all I remember there. Do they have more of what he's known for? Or is that the main four? Yes, Red Shoe Diaries. Jim was a pervert. Exactly, Jim. Red Shoe Diaries, Busty Cops 1 through 12. 10 was, I didn't like Busty Cops 10. The plot, you know, they didn't move it along fast enough. It was super slow. It was, ugh. Uh, Boardwalk Empire? Never watched it. Field of Dreams? Oh, he was Shoeless Joe in Field of Dreams. See, couldn't have told you that. Paul Blart Mall Cop? Didn't know that. Uh, listen to an, a, a Anderson interview yesterday. It was written that he said that he's never said anything else about it since he made the quote. Okay. Uh, no way. Rip Henry Hill. He was on boardwalk. Goodfellas. Yes. we got that. He was in wild hogs, possibly the worst movie ever. Uh, yeah. Thank God. I've never seen that. You've never watched boardwalk empire. No CC. I haven't. See, see, there's a lot of shit I haven't seen, to be honest with you, but I've never watched Boardwalk Empire. I still haven't seen Yellowstone. 
Let's go back to the beginning of his career and see what questionable decisions he made. The very first movie, Ray Liotta. <laughs> Hard hat and legs. That literally sounds like a Cinemax movie, but it says it's a family movie. Or was he a member of the... Was he a, a family member? Oh, that's not a... Attractive socialite Gless falls for a construction worker with a gambling problem. Oh, that was definitely straight to Cinemax. 100%. I guess that was his name was family. Kevin Dobson, Sharon Gless. Where's Ray Liotta's name? Where is he at in here? Let's see. Where's the cast and crew of family at? Or a uh, hard hat and legs. What a stupid ass name. I mean, what a stupid-ass name for a film. Well, it's about a construction worker and a socialite. Well, we don't want to call it construction worker and socialite. That's dumb. What if we called it socialite and the construction worker? That's two, two on the money. All right, well, let's think about what each of them have. Socialites have money. No, nah, we can't call it money and the construction worker. What about, um, I mean, she's got, uh, she's got legs. Okay, write that down. Write that down, Frank. She's got legs. What else? What else? What does he have? What does the construction worker have? Oh, he's got a hard hat. Nailed it! Hard hat and legs. Print it. Let's go. Stupid ass fucking name. Let's go. Uh, Cast. Self. Oh, good. Bobby Short played himself. I always like when it says self and it's somebody you don't know who the hell they are. I don't even see Ray Liotta on here. Looks like he was just a family member. Is this even? Oh, look, right there, family. No, where is he? Oh, his name, yeah, family right there. Ray Liotta, family. There was another family too. That would be a dumb name for a kid or a person. Family. Uh, all right, back to his IMDb. Let's see here. <laughs> Crazy Times, Another World, St. Elsewhere, Casablanca. Something wild. I think that was the Cinemax. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. No, don't show that on my stream. Get out of here. Our family honor the new Mike Hammer, the lonely lady. That's got to be a, ah, oh, nailed it. The lonely lady. Oh, there's goes filter dreams. That's probably when his career took off too. Cause then he got good fellas. Unlawful entry. That sounds like a porn, actually. Operation Dumbo Drop, Frasier. Uh, unless you've been watching Outlander, that is Frasso. Uh, Phoenix, the Rat Pack, Muppets from Space. Oh, he did a lot of questionable. I feel like Ray was just like, yep, pay me. I'll do it. I don't give a shit. Blow. I think I saw Blow. Didn't see Narc. Just shoot me. Grand Theft Auto Vice City, he was a name. Okay. Okay. I haven't seen any of this shit. Smoking Aces, I've heard of. And the name of the King Smith. Yeah, I don't know any of this shit. SpongeBob. Powder Blue, The Line. Snowman. Wow. Did Ray turn anything down? Killing them softly. The Place Beyond the Pines, Bad Karma, Dear Dracula. I feel like Ray was just like, if it, I feel like everyone in Hollywood was like, if we send him the script, he'll do it. Just get it in the mail to him. 
Okay, just get, I promise you, he'll say yes. They're like, okay, Operation Dumbo Drop. He's like, I'm in. Ray didn't turn down much, man. You got to make your money in Hollywood, I guess. Uh, good actor, though. Very good actor. Yeah, no, I'm with you day to day. The paycheck's a paycheck. Smoking Aces is good action. Oh, I never, uh, never saw that. Heartbreakers I watched for Jennifer Love Hewitt. I'm trying to remember what she looks like. Let's see. Jennifer Love. Why don't I remember what Jennifer Love Hewitt looks like? Um, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize she had so much badonkadonk. Damn. Yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt is cute, but um, she's a, she's a unicorn. I have never seen a white girl with this much ass. What? What? She's a unicorn. John Q. Oh, John Q was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Q was good. Jennifer Love, huge tits. Nah, I don't know about that, but. Look at that. That is, she is definitely a unicorn. That is for sure. All right. This is sports news headlines. Rest in peace to Ray Liotta. Now, I've been meaning to get to this for a few days and didn't get around to it. I saw this on my Instagram. Sean said that was Photoshop. What? Sean hated a picture of a big butt. Hey, by the way, what's up to Tuli and Truck Driver Pookie, Escrow 99, Jared Taylor, Titan Hugo, Eric Resendez, Chris Reyes, John Dorian, D-Mac. Damn, the bean is popping. Let's go, Podbean. For those of you that don't know, this is a live show on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash uh, Barry on deck. You can see my beautiful, super handsome, very straight-nosed face. Just get over there. Uh, actually, before we do this next item, I got to pause for the cause. I got to mention two things. One, don't forget, deckheads, the um, the weight loss challenge is coming up starting June 1. So a lot of you need motivation, myself included. This is a great way to do it. What we do is we make you put money on the line. That's right. You put up 100 bucks. That's a lot of money in this economy. Excuse me. That's a lot of money. But we do it because we want to incentivize you. If you if your money's on the line, you're going to be more apt to do it. And the way you do it is if you meet certain criteria, you get some of your money back. And then some of it goes into the pool for the winner. So, yeah. Kill the bean. Don't flick the bean. Sean said there's no way that's real. I'm just I just googled it, homie. That's all. I just googled it. All right. So don't forget that the, the weight loss challenge will start uh, June 1. Jen and I had a very long conversation about how to do it today. We're back and forth on the best way to do it. We want to take some of the lessons we learned from the first one and uh, some of the good stuff from it and some of the bad stuff from it and, and fix the bad, keep the good, and make it even better this year. So uh, last year, Virginia Buttonweed and Penguin Katie won an absolute shit ton of money. Uh, so it's worth it. And you get slim. You look sexy. And remember, fellas. For every 50 pounds you lose of fat, you gain an inch on your peen. That's science. Look it up. All right, before we get into this next topic, I do want to say uh, thank you to my guy, Francisco Bark. Uh, Cisco out there in high Texas <sighs> sent me a message. 
and um, had these socks delivered to me in the mail. These are almost like pantyhose, actually. They're they're long. Uh, but these are badass. These are dope. And the reason he sent these is because when I had all my shit lost or stolen, whatever it was, when I was on that trip a couple weeks ago, I mentioned as part of it that some of the stuff in my suitcase was like, okay, I lost underwear and socks and I'm superstitious. It was my good luck socks, my good luck underwear, but that's cool. It's fine. I'm okay. Uh, But. I also mentioned that there was some stuff in there that was sentimental. For example, one of my pairs of socks that I always wore on stage was a pair that Nora gave me and the material and the pattern on the socks was shaped like a bandana. And the reason that was so significant is that her dad always wore bandanas and he was a very funny man and a very sweet and kind human being. And I loved her dad. And uh, she bought me those socks as a way of, remembering him and just uh, to honor him a little bit. And she's like, you know, so I told her, well, I'm going to take your dad on stage with me once. And I, I wore the socks and we killed, we, we, we had a great set. And uh, so I would wear those socks all the time. And I'd be like, Hey man, your dad did a show last night and it went great. Your dad and I crushed it or your dad and I had a great set. And it was just kind of a cool thing. But then those were gone. And Cisco was like, man, I, I heard about all your stuff, but that sucks. And so he bought me these. Yeah, that's a, that's a good dude. That's somebody that pays attention to the details of uh, human beings. So very cool. Very cool. Throw your C's up, Barry. No, I'm definitely not. No. No. <laughs> Why magic enters Chad? Uh, but, but Cisco, I appreciate you, buddy. I finally, I, in fact, I had them yesterday. I just forgot to. To, to uh, thank you for it. We got so busy with other stuff. So much appreciated, Cisco. It was a very kind gesture of you. And I can't wait to wear them on stage and uh, destroy another crowd and with her uh, dad and me. So thanks again, dude. Seriously, very cool of you. All right, let's talk about this. I saw this on Instagram. And I know we have a lot of people that bet on this show. We have a lot, not that like, I'll give you five bucks. He starts at two. Although... That would be an interesting uh, prop bet. Will Barry on deck start on time? Uh, yes is a plus 1,000. No is a minus 11 billion. Um, bitch, I didn't ask you for your time, Rob. I got 207. I got, I got, Rob, I got, I'm going to start this show and kiss my ass. Always bet the over. Oh, I hate y'all. I hate y'all so much. No is minus one. one. <laughs> yeah, really? And two, Brute? Potch? <laughs> nice socks, cuh. <laughs> so good, Walt. What, uh, what was it? Flood? They call them floods. Floods and flu. <laughs> um, <laughs> done betting me over. Yeah, I haven't had a tough go in the overs. Anyways, so this guy had a ticket. They wagered $6,495 on the Warriors to win the NBA championship this year. Had it paid out, they would have won. They will win if it pays out. 
And they bet that on April 16 of 2022. Is that right? Yeah. If they won that $6,495 bet, it would pay out $61,702.50. Bet's been off the board since episode four. Oh, it was longer than that. It wasn't until I started doing so much shit that I got so far behind. Because the more I try to make this show fancy and look good with the presentation, the more shit I got to do. So this guy bet six thousand four hundred or gal, I don't know, six thousand four hundred ninety-five dollars. And if the Warriors win, they win sixty-one thousand seven hundred two dollars and fifty cents. The question is, they have the option right now, today, to cash out. And actually, this was before Dallas stole a game, and and you know didn't get swept down three zero. But I think this was before the Dallas win. They could have cashed out Warriors up 3-0 in the Western Conference Finals. And whoever they bet with would have given them $30,708.81 to just walk away. So you're leaving about thirty-one k on the table, but you're guaranteeing yourself profit from the bet. You're risked, you've risked $6,500. You turn it into 30708 So my question is this. I'm not going to do a poll. I'm going to do a numbers. And let me warn you before I give out the numbers. If you put 11 or a number I don't give out, five-minute timeout. I'm not, I'm not playing with you people. I've had enough of your shit. There are rules to abide by. Okay? And I know you think you know what numbers I'm going to use, but I'm going to switch it up because you braggity bitches like to take advantage of things. So any numbers that don't exist in the uh, offer in the poll, five-minute timeout. Jim, you're this close, buddy. You're this close, pal. Yeah, Potch, be ready. So if you would cash out and take the money right now, put a two. If you would let the money ride for the 61K, put a seven. Two if you cash out, seven if you're riding all the way to the end. Want to see who the real gamblers are versus who the uh, the uh, sensical or sensible, I should say. Who, who the uh, sensible folks are. Two if you cash out. Seven, if you ride to the end. Let's see. Let's see. What oh, okay. All right. So we've got, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Versus one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Seven, eight, nine. It's pretty close. The cash outs have it. Celio said seven easy money. I don't know. Boston could get healthy. Might not be that easy. Um, What's up, Cisco? He said, I'm watching live now. Cool. I talked about you earlier. I don't know if you missed it, but I thanked you. Uh, I got him yesterday and forgot because we got busy. But uh, yeah, thank you again, Cisco. 
Um, so some of your reasonings. Let's see here. Seven dubs and six. Mm, that's a risk. Now, instead of risking six, you have to look at it as you're risking 30. Because now you have a guaranteed 30. You've got a guaranteed, what, $23,500 profit off of the $6,500 bet. It's guaranteed. You hit that cash out, you're getting your money. So you're no longer risking $6,500 if you let it ride. Now you're risking 30. Your initial $6,500 plus your profit. Uh, VB said, if you're, if you're placing 6k bets, 60k isn't life changing. No, but let's just take it back down to $65 bets. Cause it'd be the same thing. You'd bet $65 to win 6,170 or you get 3,070. Same thing. Those folks are cashing out. Hell, if you want to say you bet $6 and 50 cents to win $61 as opposed to 30. Are you cashing out? So it's all it's all relative to where you're at financially. Uh, easy money. What's with the odd numbers? I don't know. Uh, probably the fees and stuff that they probably bet like six thousand five hundred, and then there was some transaction fee based on the bookie they use. Sandoval said to cash it out. No, told Dallas. Could you just use fucking logic for once in your sports takes? Jesus, fam. Well, but Dallas with Luca and nobody else could do something. No one else. No. No. You know who does that? Teams like the Celtics or the Warriors or the, 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 the Heat that actually have depth. I need you to start using logic, Total Dallas, with your sports takes. Walt said, I've been riding the sea since the playoffs began, so I have to hedge. Okay. Um. Uh, thank you, Cisco. Cisco said you're uh, you're welcome, my dude. Put some miles on those bad boys. I wish you all the success. I appreciate that very much. If you're cashing out now, you're getting almost five times what you put in. That's a win to me. That's smart. I'm team cash out. I'm team cash out. I look. I gamble to make a little money and have some fun. If this was a $6.50 bet, I'd probably let it ride for $300 or for an extra $3,100 or whatever. But I mean, I don't give a shit if you have $6,000 to bet. $30,000 is a lot of money to win or not win. With the amount that was bet, they put all their eggs in a basket. Could be. Uh, Wallace said he bet his entire tax return. Probably. April 16th. That's a good point. Uh, if Toto Dallas is going to bet on Dallas, might as well bet that I will clutch a war zone win. <laughs> Disagree unless you don't plan on betting ever again. You're talking me or somebody else? Um, DJ Maddie out here doing ask me anything about anything. Ask me anything. Do you have any info about the weight loss challenge starting next week? I'm rocking a dad bod and I ain't got no kids. I'm with you, fam. We're working on it. Uh, I'm, I talked a little bit about it earlier. You probably had to step out. But yeah, we're going to have all the info. I'll have it on the website, barryondeck.com. Um, and trust me, I'll have more info before the start of the show. So uh, yeah, I got, are my earphones working? I got to get these done before I bring Dez on because I can't hear him. I'm going to fix these real quick. Okay, what is, 
What is happening? Oh, really? Really? I got too many cables. It's such a mess. This whole office is out of order. Maybe this will work. Oh, boy. If it ain't one thing, it's another. Uh-oh. Speaking of, yeah, Dez, Apollo Dez, um, or I should say Dez from Apollo Media going to join me here in about three minutes. We're going to be talking MLB and Astros uh, as Dez is usually joining me every Thursday. Unless some shit happens. And look, shit happens. He wasn't feeling good last week. Gave him a pass. Uh, Sandoval said cash out, go to dance. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know how much bull spicy shrimp $30,000 would buy you from dance seafood and wings? Actually, that's a great point. Let's do that real quick. Sandoval. By the way, also don't forget, three-hour Thursday. Uh, third hour of the show. If you're a Patreon member, go join patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. That's all you got to do. Patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. You get the third hour as part of uh, signing up. It's a great way to support the program. Make sure this show continues and uh, you get a wild and crazy hour of the program that nobody else gets. If they're not members, it's a private stream. I'm your private dancer. All right, let me tell you guys real quick about Dan's Seafood and Wings. Speaking of Dan's, if you want the best seafood in the city of Houston, hands down, bar none, you got to get your booty over to Dan's. Two locations for you. Uh, no matter where you're at in the city of Houston, you're always less than, I'd say, what, 30, 45 minutes from Dan's. And I know you're like, that's a long drive for... Listen, do you want the best boiled spicy shrimp in the H? Do you want the best crawfish in the H? Do you want delicious snow crab legs and lalmut? Everything on here, every single item. And I'm not kidding you. Ask every single deckhead in this chat right there. And I'm not telling them what to say. They'll tell you what they like. They'll tell you what's good. They'll tell you that the service is fantastic. But the seafood made from scratch and amazing. Nora, my wife, will not, I repeat, will not eat shrimp from anywhere else. She just won't do it. In fact, when Dan's uh, didn't renew right away, partly my fault, I forgot to email them. But they had sponsored this show from the get-go. And when they went on hiatus for a few months, she was like, I really wish Dan's would come back so we can go eat there again. I was like, babe, we can eat there. It's still okay. I still love them. They're great people. And the food is great. She's like, okay, let's go. So we did, but Dan Seafood and Wings, I'm telling you, two locations, South Gessner is on the southwest side, the Uvalde location is on the northeast side of this city, the northeast, the, the Uvalde road, it's like 30, 45 minutes for me, I'll still do it, on a Saturday, Nora's like, I want shrimp, I'm like, alright, I guess I'll go fill up the car, but we do it, and every single time, we're glad we did it, and you'll be glad too, if you want the best seafood in Houston, Hands down, you have to put some Dan's in your mouth. All right. Joel is calling me. He called me earlier. I was on air. Now he's calling me again, and I'm on air. Uh, I should have answered, but I've already done that to him once. On BOD, we'll call after five because we're doing the two-hour show. Uh, all right, so what is this spicy shrimp? Yeah, it's the best. I need some Dan's in my mouth and all the way down my throat. Okay, well, that's a little extra, but I quit Dan's when y'all quit Dan's. Now we are reunited. That's what I'm talking about, say, hey! Get that Dan's, fam! All right, let's do this. Uh, 
What is happening to the? I think uh, 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 I think we have a problem with Dez's feed. I think the video. This is that's weird. Why is that doing that? Dez, I I think you're. Uh, let's see. This is super weird. This is video. It's coming up like crazy looking. And I don't even see audio anymore, Des. I think, uh, Des, if you can hear me, I think there is a problem, buddy. Hold on. Let me try one more thing. Assets. Offline. Ugh. Templates. Sponsors. Video. What the? Where's the? Oh, cameras. There it is. Yeah, hey, Dez, you might bounce out and bounce back in. I think that you're, uh, this is what I'm getting, homie. That ain't it. I think something's messed up. Uh, try it again, fam. And that's cool. I'll keep rolling. Uh, you just try again. If not, we'll, we'll figure it out. I think the link is still the same. It hasn't changed uh, from the one I sent you, so try that. All right, let's see. Uh, it's no smoking gooder feed. True. No, you should tell him that you do a show. What? Ask Des if you bought Amber's phone number. Oh my God, oh my God. I quit. Uh, what does this say? Maybe he wants to be on BOD. Um, you should tell him you do a show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. Any Cubs fans I can laugh at? I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, it's still not working. Des, this is what I'm getting, buddy. Yeah, and I'm not even getting audio. That's so weird. Surely this is not my PC messing up. Hmm. I really don't know. I know he, I see him connecting, but it doesn't seem to doesn't seem to be changing much. I don't even know how to change this. Let's see video source. Yeah, and it's not even I don't know, Des. Is it allowing you to pick it? Uh, hell, I can't even hear. Oh, wait. I think I'm getting audio. Dez, can you hear me? Uh, uh, this is great. I'm Dez. Nothing. Damn it. Damn it to heck. All right. Well, we'll keep rolling. Uh, Dez, when I see you pop up, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll dial you in. If you can't figure it out, I know you're sick, dude. We can. We can reschedule. I hate going uh, two weeks in a row with no baseball talk with Des, but we'll figure it out. We can reschedule. Uh, if you didn't see this, Lane Kiffin came out. It was talking about NIL and the beef and the spat between um, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. And Lane, excuse me, Lane had a pretty good point. I thought. He talked about NIL and how do you fix NIL? He said, look, it's getting a little unruly. But he, he confessed, this is no longer amateur college football. These are pros. They're getting paid. We should treat them like pros. And this was Lane Kiffin's idea on how to fix NIL and college football. He said, quote, the thing that seems simple is there's a cap. How are we not a professional sport? What is the difference? Players are making money. 
They can opt into free agency. We're a professional sport and they are professional players. Contracted employees without contracts. They can get out whenever they want. So chat, I asked, are you good with that? Are you down with having some sort of salary cap for NIL? I always find, oh, I saw you for a half a second, Des. That was so close. I always find it interesting when there's money to be made. We immediately want to put a cap on it if it's not if we don't think the right people are making the money. That's that's essentially what this is. They're worried that these kids are going to make as much or more than the colleges. And well, they they just can't have that. This is why you know, the owners in in professional sports like salary caps. They don't have to spend as much. Look, it's a. I don't mind the idea if you're trying to not let it get out of hand. But what does what does getting out of hand mean? If Arch Manning can make a half a billion dollars, let's just. I know, I know, chat. That's stupid. Ain't nobody paying Arch Manning five hundred million dollars to play football at Ole Miss. True. But maybe they would. And you got to love that we live in a society where the vast majority of people are like, hey, this is capitalism, baby. You're worth what you get paid. Only if that applies to businesses and the mega rich. Everybody else, we got to cap your salary. Why? Why do we need to cap college kids the amount of money they can make? I don't understand that. What? Why? Why is that so bad? If a kid can get X millions of dollars because he's good, who gives a shit? Walt said salary caps are there to keep parity. Well, then they should have salary floors. That's the big flaw in that too. If you're going to cap what people, what a team can spend and make, essentially capping what athletes can make because you think about that Walt. I get it. Salary cap means the Yankees can't outspend the Rays. Oh wait, there's no sound, but there is a luxury tax. But people manipulate the salary caps. You know what I mean? They manipulate. Oh, like, oh, we'll just front load it with a signing bonus. Hey, you can't, you don't have the money to pay. Tom Brady, $800 bajillion. You're right. We can only afford seven bajillion. I see you, Des. Don't move. Don't touch nothing. Uh, I do see your meter registering. Let me finish up this thought, and then I'm going to come to you. Um, but yeah, if if then all they do is go, ah, you know what? Yeah, we can't pay eight bajillion to Tom Brady, so we'll just pay 7.95 bajillion uh, as a signing bonus. I mean, this is literally what Cleveland did with Deshaun Watson. They paid him a dollar or whatever, some bullshit, for, in case he gets suspended. And Alex, this was my next point. It's amazing to me that the coaches don't have a salary cap. The colleges don't have a salary cap with how much they can make and profit. The NCAA doesn't have a salary cap. The NFL doesn't have a salary cap. 
The only ones that they want to ca- the owners don't have a profit cap. Hey, hey, you can't make more than X amount. The only cap is on the peep the product. Let's think about that for a second. The only cap is on the product. College football players, Arch Manning, is the product. And we want to cap his ability to earn. But nobody else's. Are we going to cap all the businesses that advertise? Hey, Pepsi, you can only make $300 million year a year off of advertising with college football or the Super Bowl or whatever it is. It just, it's, it's stupid to me. It's backwards. I get you're trying to do it for parity or make things some sort of competitive balance. I don't know what to tell you. There's no competitive balance now, so who gives a shit? Yeah, but look, it's Alabama, Clemson, although they had a down year, and about four, Ohio State, Michigan, and about three or four other teams, and then the rest, they're Cinderella stories and underdogs. So what parody is there now that you're destroying? It's ridiculous. You know it's not ridiculous? Uh, a good guest and talking baseball. And I got both for you right now, bitches. Joining me on the program, my dude, uh, under the weather last week. Glad to have him back talking baseball. Dez from Apollo Media is here now. Dez, what's up, fam? What's up, brother, man? How are you? I'm good, dude. Question is, how are you? How are you feeling? You feeling better? Uh, still getting there. Uh, sinus sinus infection. I and I sound better than I did uh, two days ago. So sound like a 90-year-old chain smoker. So really? we're uh, on the up and up. Yeah, we're on did the up get- and up. We're good. Did you get like the deep, sexy voice where you're like, hey, baby. Yeah, I had the radio DJ voice for uh, about two hours, and then it was just a chain smoker right now. Like, I was like, I had the DJ voice. I'm happy about it. The late night DJ host. And then it was gone. It it, yeah. For me. Yeah, that sucks. I, I always, whenever I do a gig, uh, a comedy show in a place that allows smoking, the next day, oh, I sound so sexy. Oh, my God. I call my <laughs> wife, especially if I'm on the road, I'll be like, What's up, girl? What are you wearing? She's like, oh, somebody so did a funny. gig where they smoke. <laughs> Your penis sounds so much larger like this. Yeah, well, I'll get used to it. Um, so, yeah, dude, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. When, uh, you, when are you going to be back 100%? When are you going to be back 100%? You know? Uh, probably, you know? After the, probably after the holiday weekend, you know? There you go. So we'll get a little R&R. And we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll be juice ready to go. There you go. All right, well, let's talk some baseball. Let's start with some Astros. Um. Lots of like uh, with this team right now. A lot going on that there's really, is there anything to complain about? I guess would be the better question. Right now you've got the rotation doing its job. You lost Odorizzi, so you went from a six-man to a five-man again, which the six-man rotation seemed to be working great, but that's okay. He th- had a bullpen session today. Um, the the, the bull, Speaking of bullpen holding its own, I call him Nasty Neris. I think he was a great signing in the offseason. It steps in if they need him, even in the closers role. So I like the flexibility. Of course, the lineup seems to be coming around. Bregman starting to hit a little bit. Uh, just a ton of good things to like about this team after a slow start in April. Give me the if this was the U.S. Give me the state of the union and the Astros as you see it through the end of May. Yeah, pitching, pitching, pitching. Um, I think they're taking advantage of the dead ball right now for sure. Um, but. I don't think anyone, I mean, we have some outliers, we have some bad games and, you know, we get worked a little bit, but other than that, everyone's came in, had a job, did their job and handed over the next guy. That's all you can ask for, uh, especially against these teams that aren't very good and our strength schedule is really soft right now. It's about winning series. Uh, we saw that against the Guardians, dropped the first game and then 
got the next two. Uh, that's a testament to where this team's at mentally and just the way they're pitching the damn baseball right now. I mean, Javier, nine punch outs yesterday. And then that Neris, the standing Neris Montero to Presley. I mean, that's just, that's filthy. The games are short. And then, uh, baseball's fun. Baseball's fun when the games are short. Baseball is a lot of fun in Houston right now. And I loved, I don't know if you've been watching the last couple of games in the broadcast with Bagwell, but what I've loved about Bagwell as he keeps talking about it, and I don't think it gets mentioned enough, especially given the cheating scandal, but this organization, you can't call it a dynasty. And I don't think most people outside of the city of Houston would, but when you make five consecutive ALCSs and you replace, you know, like you're replacing all of the, you think about all the arms this team has lost, right? You think about the uh, Charlie Morton's and the, the, the Keichel's, which I know Keichel kind of shit the bed after he left, but when he was here, he was dominant. You think Cole, and it's just, the list goes on and on and it's just next man up. And they come in and like you said, Javier comes in and th that was a Charlie Morton esque performance last night. Right. Where you're just like, this dude is just money. He doesn't, you know, it's impressive, but it's not like he's, you look at him in the same regard as, as Justin Verlander, but the results speak for themselves. Um, this is this a dynasty? Are the Astros should they be considered a dynasty at this point, or do they need more World Series wins? Uh, throwing the throwing the dynasty word around is tough. I would say they're the standard. Uh, I think that's where I kind of lean to dynasty. I just link to championships. Uh, obviously, pennants are awesome. Uh, pennants last forever, but uh, I'm I'm about the ring at the end of the day. Uh, I think they need one more to start throwing the dynasty word around, but. What what they're doing, like how you said, they're they're replacing all these people, all these fan favorites, all these names with with other dudes that are ready to go. I mean, Luis Garcia two years ago was a guy pitching Game Four when we're down 3-0 against the Rays in the ALCS. We're like, we're trying out an opener who's a rookie, and now he's a a high end, big league rotation guy and rotation for a very very long time. Um, so I don't I don't lean to dynasty. I lean to more of the standard. But every guy coming in is just it's just lights out. It's fun. And it really is. And I, I think, I think for the long time, the Red Sox were kind of the standard of, Hey, they have these championship windows and then they reload. They don't really rebuild. And then they have it down here and then they go back at it. We've kind of done the same thing, but we haven't dropped off five straight, you know, ALCS is that's, that's nineties Braves ass. That's, that's nineties Yankees ass. Like this is a team, throw the scandal, throw all that bullshit out. This is a big team that you look back a hundred years from now, like, wow, they're dominant. Uh, I, I totally agree with you. We, you and I, uh, you you posted something the other day uh, on Twitter. It might have been yesterday or the day before, but it was the lineup. No big deal. And you were like, yeah, I think you called it like you were like, look at this. This is the killer lineup. Uh, and I think it was because Bregman was moved up, or I don't remember exactly what it was. But the one thing I noted or I replied to you with is the only thing I'd like to see at this point is, and, and am I crazy? Uh, Jimmy Payton has been batting seventh in this lineup, and Yuli has been batting fifth. Um, why not flip those guys? Why not move Pena up to the five? Damn it, we just lost him. <laughs> no. He'll be back, folks. Uh, he'll be back. I'm going to ask him. I want to ask him about uh, should we be moving Jeremy Pena up in this lineup? Uh, well, what's, hey, there he goes. What's up, fam? You good? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, what, what were you saying? I was saying, you know, Yuli's been hitting fifth and struggling mightily. 
Pena has the highest war of any shortstop in baseball. He's, he's hitting. Um, should should they be flip-flopped in the lineup? Should Pena be hitting five and Yuli be hitting seven at this point? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I just know that Dusty, you know, is a veteran coach. He's going to lean on his veterans. Um, and the rookie's got to earn his spot. Also, he could bat anywhere, and I, I'm okay. As long as he's in the lineup, he's protected um, anywhere besides, you know, if Maldi's batting behind him. But other than that, you're not putting a lot of pressure on the kid. When he's in the nine hole, he can go and strive. He's not your everyday three hole. Look at Torkelson with Detroit. He's struggling. Look at, you know, Adley's going to have his ups and downs. Julio Rodriguez had the worst month and a half for a rookie, and now he's starting to come about. It's it's a testament to this team and how it's built. All these rookies, look from Bregman to Kyle Tucker to whoever, to Pena now, they don't have to be the dude. And all these other organizations, this top prospect has to be a dude in that lineup. And in the Houston Nationals, you don't have to because you have an MVP. You have Silver Sluggers. You have Rookie of the Years. You have perennial MVP vote getters. Um, so I think that's a huge thing, especially for the growth. So, yeah, in reality, you should probably bat five in the top half of the lineup, get more at-bats. But as long as you don't lineup, I'm happy. Yeah, that's that's the amazing thing is he's having that success from the bottom third of the lineup. And it just tells you a lot about what he's able to do. I mean, th- that's the that's the beauty, though. Uh, and it's it's one of those good problem to have type things where this lineup is so deep and so so stacked that you're going to have a guy who's right now probably your AL rookie of the year, bad seventh or eighth in a, in a lineup. Then yeah, you you absolutely can fade it. So, um, what are your thoughts or what have you heard about the return of Lance McCullers? Are we going to see him pitch this year? They had video the other day on the broadcast of him. Uh, throwing, um, I think I don't even think he was soft tossing. I don't know what he was doing. It wasn't a, a full blown bullpen session, but he was you know, doing some light throwing. I guess. Are we going to see him this year? I think so. Um, Lance is a competitor. He's he's a dog. He he single handedly got you to the ALCS last year, and uh, I, I think we will see him. And I, I'm glad they're they're you know taking their time with him. You don't want to rush him back. You don't want to speed him up. Um, take your time, get there. I think it'll be probably after the all-star break, uh, which is just fine. It's like going out and acquiring a big arm, except he's already in your organization. Uh, I think he will. I don't know at what capacity is he going to be. I don't, I, I know he's, he says he doesn't want to be in the, in the pen. Let's see if he can go five, six innings, but I think he'll pitch. Now you say he doesn't want to be in the pen and those guys like that don't, I mean, he's a starter. He wants to be a starter, but it, it, you almost hope that Dusty can talk some sense on him. Like, look, work out of the pen, get some long relief. We'll start once we hit postseason, but we've got to get you to that point. You you didn't have a good off season. You didn't have any a spring. You didn't have, you know, you haven't had. You got to we got to build you up, build up your arm strength and everything. So you hope that they have the time to do that. Um, but yeah, for sure. I think I think he could almost be your Colin McHugh um, of of that little era we had. Or he's just kind of your bridge guy, your your high leverage guy, your spot starter guy. Just to get him one in, in high leverage spots, but two, get that arm back and, and game ready to be extended. And look, a healthy Lance McCullers in the playoffs, stretched out. That's that's deadly. When a lot of teams are banged up, you get a fresh arm. That's going to look 105 instead of 95. Scary. Scary. Uh, all right, scary. Let's, let's let's play a game here. Um, <laughs> through May, through what? first quarter of the season um yard barker put out some odds 
uh, for each player in the AL and the NL to win MVP. So I want you to pick who you think from this list is going to be the AL and the NL MVP. All right. In the AL, Shohei Otani leads the pack with as a plus 240 favorite to be the AL MVP. Um, second on the list is Aaron Judge at plus 450. Mike Trout is a plus 500. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is a plus 1200. Byron Buxton is plus 1500. And then we'll cap it with the guy we just saw here because Jordan Alvarez is plus 3000. They didn't have it. Uh, but uh, Jose Ramirez is plus 1600. So uh, of that list, I'll read it backwards again Ramirez and then Buxton and then Vlad Guerrero Jr., Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Shoei Otani. Who is winning the AL MVP? Or pick another name if it's not one of those cats. Man, I want to say Otani, but it's going to be Aaron Judge. Uh, if he stays healthy and plays, it, I mean, look, yes, he's a Yankee. Yes, all that. But the dude bet on himself, and he's about to cash in. And if it's a Yankee, I hope it's the Yankees, because that means they're going to have to overpay him. He's going to be 30 years old, and that's <laughs> not going to be another good contract. The Cole contract, the Stanton contract, and then the Judge contract on the other side of 30. Um, would be kind of handcuffing them a bit. So, but he deserves the MVP right now. If the season were to end, Otani's an all-world talent. He'll probably get it because of the pitching side of it. But what Judge is doing at the plate is just—it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's ridiculous. And I think the one thing in his favor, uh, and, and one of the one of the deckheads was lamenting this fact on the the Barry on Deck Discord to, uh, the other day. But the Yankees are banged up. A lot of uh, Chapman just hit the IL. Uh, Stanton now has now hit the IL. They're they're losing players left and right. But as long as Aaron Judge stays healthy and they keep winning, that only goes to bolster his uh, chances of winning the MVP. Because with all the the other dominoes falling around him, he's propping this team up. So it's like get on my back and and I'll I'll lead you guys to the promised land. So I think that bodes well in a lot of respects for Aaron as long as they keep winning. Um, over in the NL, here's your odds. I'll read them in order. We'll do top five. Manny Machado is a plus 330. Nolan Arenado is a plus 550. Freddie Freeman is a plus 1,000. Bryce Harper is a plus 1,000. And Juan Soto is a plus 1,000. So I'll read them backwards now for you, your top five. Soto, Harper, Freeman, uh, Arenado, and Manny Machado. Who's winning the MVP out of that five? Or is there a dark horse that, that I didn't list that you like to possibly do that instead? Um, I like I like Harper here. I think Harper can – he he's the guy, you know, he's going to get his stats. I think Tatis coming back is probably going to steal some uh, votes of, or not votes, but production from Manny. Look, Manny mm-hmm. Machado's – playing like the guy we thought he was going to be his entire career and props to him. Like he is playing at MVP type level, but I'm going to go Harper uh, just because one, he's won it before, but two, man, he's having such a, a, a dang good year and he has a torn UCL as well. Like the guy's a freak. I worry. I mean, they keep blowing leads. That bullpen is awful. I mean, everybody oh, made yeah. a big deal about how bad that defense is. So I'm a little worried. I mean, they're, they're already eight games back. So when you look at that and you think, well, where's the value in that? Um, and I think you're right. The Padres, for as long as they play together, those two guys in Machado and Tatis Jr. might split MVP votes for the next decade if they're around that long. Um, one name to, to, that I kind of like, well, two names I kind of liked on a, on a lineup that's stacked in the in the NL, much like with Aaron Judge, I think Mookie Betts might be a guy that jumps into that picture. If the Dodgers stay relevant, which there's no reason to think that they won't, 
if they win that division, no reason to think that they won't. Mookie Betts might be a guy that could uh, win that MVP. And uh, second on that list, Nolan Arenado at a plus 550 is pretty damn good value. Uh, if the Cardinals can overtake the Brewers, they're only three and a half back right now, and it's a long season. So I think at the end of the day, if I had to pick, I might pick Betts, but um, I, Arenado's not a bad pick either. There's there's a ton of talent in the, in the NL. Yeah, for sure. I think Mookie's kind of underrated right now, which is weird to say because <laughs> there's so many all-stars on that Dodger team. Uh, but yeah, anytime a sports writer has a chance to vote for a Yankee or a Dodger, I think they just have a complete hard on to push that vote through. So uh, it may be, it may be Mookie. It really, it really might be. So uh, look, he he struggled. He's bounced back, and kind of like Altuve, a lot of people were like, "Hey, so Jose Altuve done?" You know, three weeks ago, and he hits a foul ball off his off his cup, and now he's been lights out ever since. So um, it's, charge it's, something it's, loose. It's in baseball. There. Yeah, it's baseball. I don't. I don't understand uh, a lot of people uh, on on MLB Twitter that like it's such a it's such a long season. It's 162 for a reason, and people get so caught up in one bad week or one thing. It is look, Bregman last week had a bad week. He told he said it himself, but he has a hot streak over the next ten. He's back to you know 290, 300, and now you're talking about him getting MVP votes. Like so, it's it's so weird that the 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 ebbs and flows of a season gets so micromanaged. Yeah, it's a great point. And another thing is like, I, 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 what you say is so deadly accurate, but I think people forget that when it comes to the flip side as well. And I always catch shit for this in this town because when Jordan came up and, you know, people went nuts after a week and I was like, whoa, let's not give him nicknames and make logos for a dude who's been up a week. And he went on to run rookie of the year and that's fine, but let it play out. And I'm kind of the same way with Pena. I'm like, ah, this dude could shit the bed and end up hitting 210 uh, down the stretch and just be like, oh, oh, shit. I mean, you know, he's a little erratic. Great fielder. Definitely not Carlos Correa level, but. Um, you know, he'll have some errant throws on you, but r- as rookies will tend to do, and Yuli's bailed him out a little bit. So I say be patient. You got to love what you've seen out of the first two months, but it is a long, it, it's just like it's a long stretch for a guy like Bregman or Betts or anybody else. It's a long season for Pena yeah. as well. I, I think the unique thing, and no one's really talking about it, and I may, I may do a blog, but having Pena right now is like having a rookie quarterback you hit gold on. You have five years, you know, like in the NFL, and you just spend all your money around that because you don't have to pay your quarterback yet. I think the Astros are in a unique position with a surplus of money, one. But two, you have a cornerstone shortstop that you're not going to have to pay a lot of money for right now. Like, you can get really uh, cute if you want to and and spend some money in in some places that you didn't think or go get a name you didn't think uh, just because, hey, the Astros can eat a, a solid bit of a contract if, you know, some someone comes up and you, you want to trade. Uh, so I think it's a really unique position uh, as long as he keeps producing. I mean, I, I know that war is probably not sustainable, but you have a guy that you can build around, you know, for, for at least four or five years. Totally. It's a great – you definitely need to write that blog. That is a great point. Definitely write that. Uh, all right, last thing, because I saw you also talking about him the other day. Pedro Leon is is tearing the cover off the ball down at the uh, Sugarland Space Cowboys. What do you do with him? He's shortstop. I know he's playing some outfield. Is he a guy that you look to as a future uh, everyday player on this franchise, or is he good trade bait with the value that he's added in the minors to maybe make a run at a big name uh, who may have a contract that expires in a year or two as this World Series window continues to shrink but stay open? 
Yeah, um, I think he's a guy you, you keep uh, in the sense because you probably have Brantley gone after this year, right? So that's a that's an outfield spot that opens up. You have Jake Myers, who's you know was damn good down the stretch last year, who's coming back from injury. He's going to be your starting center fielder. So, and then you have Chaz and Siri, who have been honestly producing well in this platoon role. Uh, mm-hmm. I know their, their their stat lines aren't sexy, but production wise, it, it's working. The platoon is actually working. Um, so I, I don't. I think you keep him just because you know Brantley's leaving. Obviously, Tucker's in a B Manning right field, so. Uh, he's been balling out, and he's an outfielder. I don't think he is a, an infielder. I just think there's a, a thing within the Astros organizations. They're just trying to create more value on paper to, with these prospects. I think they're doing it right now with Whitaker. I mean, they drafted him last last year, and he's a you know 18, 19-year-old, but they're cross-training him at third base, and he's a corner outfielder. So it's <laughs> I think it's a, it's a game within the game that these uh, organizations are playing to boost the XL sheet. But I, I think I think Leon can definitely come up here uh, – you know, after the arbitration rules and stuff, the organizations <laughs> do to keep keep to keep their guys down. But yeah, he's a he's a guy for sure. Uh, all right, last question that comes from the chat. Uh, Eric Resendez and uh, Jim on Sports both had a question when we talked about um, MVP votes. Eric said, "No love for is Acuna not in the MVP mix?" Right not right now, Jim. but obviously it's early. Yeah, yeah. He, he was just injured. Um, I think he that guy is. He's a superstar, man. Like he is so good in that baseball. He he makes me. I literally smile when I watch him play. Yeah. Um, so I think he's a guy that that will get votes. He just just right now he needs to be on the field. And then last one, uh, Jim on Sports said no MVP love for Polar Bear. Come on, yeah. Oh, Alonzo is hitting the cover off the ball. It's look. I think Alonzo just wants to get his uh, home run derby title again, and that's fine. <laughs> so we can celebrate that. About- MVP votes, MVP votes, maybe, but he'll get that home run derby again because. Those are that's not a bad payday. It's like what a million bucks. Yeah, this should be a yeah. big dude. The mashes. Bad, not a bad day at work. Yeah. Hell no. Not about three hours. Hey, not right for three hours. Facts and not a bad segment from you, Des. As always, tell the folks how they can follow you. Tell them what you have going on at Apollo Media. By the way, I'm sorry you sent me the logo. I didn't even put it up yet. My dumbass blanked. I got to get that done before you join next week. But where can they find you? What's going on with Apollo Media? Uh, plug that stuff. Yeah, follow me at Apollo Des One. Follow the company at Apollo H O U. Uh, we have a big video drop tomorrow. Uh, we kind of, you probably could tell we're maybe in a new new spot, new space. So Congrats. stay tuned to the Twitter account tomorrow. Um, that's kind of a big thing. And then uh, just keep grinding. I think we'll have some pop ups here soon uh, within the city. I think we're doing some cool like exclusive one day one night merch drops with some companies. So really, um, getting those dialed in. Yeah, it's gonna be real cool. I think we're gonna. Having one during the Yankee series, I'm still trying to get that dialed in. But yeah, just tune into Apollo HOU on all socials, and you'll see the news. What's the best way to get the the amazing merch that you guys do create? Is it these pop ups? Is it online? Uh, what's the best way to to do, go about that? Yeah, online uh, ApolloHOU.com. Um, then you can go over to the store. Um, it's probably the best bet. I, I think through the summer and through the dog days, we're going to do like exclusive drops where it's like only at these watch parties, only at these spots. Gosh. Um, and they'll be gone forever. But most of the stuff like the H-Town versus everyone, uh, the Tucker, the Maldi, all the, all the stuff that we've done with the players. It's, you know, you can get on the store right now at probably I'm looking at it right now. I need to order me some, stuff. I don't know why I haven't yet. I need to get me, I need to get on there and give me some, uh, Hey homie, I appreciate you as always, man. Thank you for hanging out. I'll see you next week and get better. Get well soon. Hey, all right, man. That is Apollo Dez. 
from Apollo Media. Uh, always good to talk to him. Does a great job. And follow them. Yes, absolutely. Apollo HOU on Twitter. Apollo Des one on Twitter as well. I love sitting down, watching an Astros game and getting on Twitter and then seeing guys like Apollo Des tweet. It's fun. It's interesting. They give you good content about the game, videos and takes and by the way, I didn't tell him this because it would have been weird. It, I think it would have been awkward, like I was trying to hit on him or pick him up. But I love that he calls strikeouts punchies. I don't know why that just makes me feel good. But he'll give a pitcher stat line and be like, Javier had nine punchies. And I'm like, that just sounds so great. That's just, I love that. Uh, but they've got, they've got a ton of stuff. I'm looking at it right now. Um, oh, they, still, they have the Jeff Blum shirt too we're gonna we're gonna crawford block the shit out of this thing they got that up they got bury me in the h they got hose mad oh that's the cozy i want a hose mad shirt i need to give me a hose mad shirt do they have a you know daddy's got to get dark colors i can't be wearing i'm too fat for the like oh yeah i gotta give me a hose mad shirt apollo h-o-u uh dot store or apollo h-o-u.com all right that's my that's my guy dez uh, yeah, that is true. Uh, he's he's easygoing as fucking person too. Oh yeah, Des dude, great dude, super laid back, very nice guy. Eric said I would trade Siri and prospects or whatever it takes for Salvador Perez. Are you that unsure of Maldi? Does Maldi not do enough for you behind the plate? I think you can win with fading one bad bat or one position that can't hit. I mean, we know Jason Castro can't hit. But between those two, they've thrown out almost 50% of, of the runners trying to steal. That's huge, especially when you get to the playoffs. Especially when you get to the playoffs. And I don't know what um, Salvador Perez is making. Let's go check his spot track. Because I feel like, not at the plate, but the production you're getting behind the plate, from Maldi and Castro is is worth what you're paying them. Uh, let's see, spot track. This is Salvador Perez. If y'all don't know, Salvador Perez is a catcher for the Kansas City Royals um, who uh, can hit as well as he fields his position. Um, he's probably the top catcher in baseball. Uh, always one team said, shit. Uh, no one runs in the playoffs. Yeah. When you start facing some of these NL teams, now it won't be as much now because of the, the universal DH. I think you'll see running actually go down more. But if you were to look at top, top steals guys, top stolen base guys in baseball, I feel like the majority of the top, what's up, Forensic Tilts? Uh, I feel like the majority of the top of that heap is going to be NL guys. Let me uh, Let me pull up some stats here. Um... Hey, what's up to everybody on Podbean, by the way? John Dory, Chris Reyes, Titan Hugo, Jared Taylor, Truck Driver, Pugat. Thank you guys for listening. D-Mac bailed. That raggedy. Uh, D-Mac said, oh, have fun on the third hour. Oh. D said, I'm not really into Dez. Uh, and then he bailed. Well, he probably doesn't live in Houston. That's why. Rip Andy Fletcher. I don't know who that is. Who's Andy Fletcher? Do I got to Google Andy Fletcher now? Andy Fletcher passed away. Uh, Andy Fletcher, founding member of Depeche Mode, dies at the age of 60. No. 
That sucks. Depeche Mode was the shit. I loved Depeche Mode. What's up, Clove and Acorn? Good to see you, man. Save the bean. Um, I, I, at first, I like wasn't a fan of Depeche Mode. I was like, that's stupid. That's dumb. That's good. And then, like as I got older, I think I appreciate. It's like Tears or Tears for Fears. I didn't appreciate Tears for Fears as much when they dropped as, but then when I got older, I did. Kind of same thing with Depeche Mode. Now I go back, I'm like, man, Depeche Mode had some bangers. And these hold up. These hold up. So, um, rest in peace to the founding member of Depeche Mode. You make any baseball picks for tonight, Forensic Tilts said. I Honestly, dude, I never, ever bet baseball. Um, I don't know why I don't bet baseball. Uh, but I just don't. I, I haven't even looked at it. I mean, I guess I could look at some lines, but what are you eyeing? Are you eyeing anything in particular? I just, yeah, I I, I don't really do a lot. Uh, Forensic Till said, I, dude, I feel that 100%. It's my favorite sport, but scary. There's, yeah, two sports in particular I don't bet on. Baseball and UFC or MMA, I should say. UFC is not a sport. Anybody that says UFC, it's not a sport. It's a organization. It's like saying NFL is football. Um, yeah. I just, those two scare me to death. Too much to, to put money on. I feel like there's a little more. Now, don't tell Ivan that because he just lost his ass on the over. But I feel like there's a little more control in football and uh, basketball. But that's just me. People like Jerry Bo bets soccer. I'm like, what? How? Baseball can be rough. I mean, we had Cubs Reds going over 10 runs today. Finished at 25. Holy shit. Is that true? It sure is. Cincinnati scored 20 runs. They had eight in the third inning and a five inning uh, or a five run eighth. Wow. How many grand slams were hit in this game? Let's see. Anybody want to guess how many grand slams were hit in this game? None. Holy shit, you score 21s and there's not one salami? Farmer hit two, third inning uh, off steal, one on, no out, and then the fifth inning off Hughes, no on, no out. So you had a two-run homer and a homer. Three runs in this game came off of home runs. Three, three of the 20 runs, I should say. The Cubs had more home runs than the damn Reds did, but the Cubs only scored five. Contreras hit one, Hap hit one, and... Horner hit one. Is that right? Horner? Horner? Know who the hell that is, to be honest with you. Cubs shortstop? I got nothing. That's pretty interesting. Um, What about hockey? I don't watch hockey, so I could never do that. Jerry will bet on ants racing to a dead bug if he could. That is true. Jerry is about that life. He is 100% about that bet life. Baseball over-under is the only way I bet. Oh, see, I wouldn't do that. Five is a great day, Rangers. <laughs> Rob taking Rangers shots. I dig it. All right, it's 3.55. Who are we raiding, chat? Who are we getting after? Is anybody about to come on? Hockey's the same way as baseball. Puck line betting uh, is too rich for my taste. Feel that. 20 runs, Mimi. Welcome to the program, by the way, sweetie. 20 runs. All right, let's let me go to my channel first. Let me just look through 
Uh, let me look at the raid. And I'm doing this before I start the music because anytime I start the music, it never fails. Oh, In the Mud is on. Uh, we can maybe go, go raid him for some darts. Let me see who else is on my friends list. So that always shows friends list. I, didn't, I, wasn't, I was not aware of that. Uh, let's go look at the Twitch Sports channel. Nicholas. Is Nick on? Is Nick streaming? I don't see Nick on right now, Donna. Yeah, Nick's not showing up on my list. I don't think he's live. Unfortunately. Uh, what is this? Heal Josh, Jay Jenham, CJ Shiz, Engine Mod. I'm not seeing anybody. MS Reacts. That's playing games. St. Jude Play Live. That's a games. Sinfred's game. Man. Raid BOD on YouTube. USNTV is on. Oh, okay. We could do that. I think, you know what? Let's just pick a random from the Twitch sports as long as they, as long as it's English. And uh, we'll just see what happens. Into for formula frauds qualifying. I don't know who this is. This is engine mod 11. Oh, he's playing formula one. Interesting. That's not topic guru. Oh, I just quit. Oh, he's playing. Uh, man, I struggle with this every time. Random is it? Yeah. Engine mod 11. Darts. Donna says darts. Darts. Engine mod 11. Raid. No, we're not raiding that name, BBC. That's not okay. There's some wrestling. Heal Josh. I don't even know. Dude, this is so crazy. I'm like, all these dudes are talking sports, but not in English. I sent y'all to Italian MMA one time, and it was, I've never not heard the end of it. All right, we're just going to raid from my list. Let's get out of here. All right, but don't forget, it's a three-hour Thursday. So while we raid and I send you guys to another uh, channel, we're going to come back on a private show. So third hour is going to go down uh, on an unspecified link that will be posted on Patreon and on the Discord here in just a few minutes. And for the rest of you, I'll see you in the morning. Don't forget, on Fridays, we go live at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. So be here. Don't be late. Hey, you know what? It's cool. Like, we'll bounce out, throw some, uh, throw some love another channel's way, and then, uh, you guys can join on YouTube, different platforms. And if you don't, you don't. I'm assuming for those not on Patreon, what is that? Yeah. That too. Uh, Christopher Mina. Well, good to see you, buddy. Thanks for popping in. All right. Until I talk to you guys tomorrow or see you in the third hour. What is this? I see A1. I think we were worried he forgot. Huh? What? Oh. Yeah. Uh, see you tomorrow. Or third hour. Either way, do me three favors. Like I always ask. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See y'all later. Stick around for the raid.
Who are we raiding? Yeah, so Jim, the, the link for the third hour is on the Patreon and the Discord. I've got to set it all up on YouTube and then I'll post it. But it's private or unlisted or whatever, so I'll have to get it set up and then I'll be there. USN is doing marbles on stream. I know you guys love you some marbles. Let's do that. Let's, let's raid USN. Uh, yeah, let's do USN. There we go. All right. Bye, guys.